Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. All right, here we go. Let's hit it. Thank you for joining us tonight. Happy, happy new year. We got a brand new year facing us and we are ready to face it. We are ready to come on and get it done and make it happen. 2022, watch out. We are here. You are here with us right now. We are Mainline Executive Coaching, ACT, ACT. It is about acting and in that acting leaders, what you're doing is in the process of an cultural transformation. You're in the process of change in the, and because you're in that, you cannot help but spill it over into your culture and help them transform. You become your best. That reflects, reflects out to your people. They become their best. This is what we do. Mainline leadership. We've got with us today an exciting guest. I'm here today with my partner, Rich Barron. I'm Michael Bailey. And our guest today is Dennis Pierce. Happy to have him be here with us, man from the West Coast, a man of a man from the mountains. That's clear. That's the plaid, the presentation. This is exciting here. Yeah. So what we're going to be talking about today, ladies and gentlemen, is this is this idea of that there is a great fear out there amongst the CEOs, the leaders of businesses and organizations, where they are afraid that they're going to lose their positions. They're being hit on hit on hard, their, 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 their heads are spinning, they're not sure what, what's going to happen next, they've got gut punch after the gut punch, and now they're in it, and they're looking for, what do I do next, because I am afraid. Is it good, Rich, to have, to have leaders who are afraid, who are anxious, who are just not certain where to go, how to get it done? You know, fear is, that drives us to all sorts of negative sides of the coin, if you will. You need to understand that as a leader, there are going to be these times in your career when you're going to need to face the things that, that are coming up. You're going to need to face all those tough trials. It's interesting. 2022, first real big business headline of the year. 72% of CEOs surveyed fear they're going to lose their jobs this year. That's a pretty substantial margin if you're looking at even like Fortune 1000 companies. If you're looking at that, that's 720 CEOs, 720 organizations. And I'm sure this is a global survey, but there, there definitely is an issue there that needs to be taken a, a serious look at. 3,000, 3,000 companies were surveyed. That's a pretty big swath. Would you agree with that, Dennis? What are your, what are your thoughts on this? where these great people are and now their heads are spinning. They're not sure what's happening. Well, it's, it's, 
disturbing. It's not surprising. I mean, we've this is unprecedented times. The good news is that all of us are in this for the first time together, right? We've been, we've had different uh, obstacles, different uh, speed bumps in our personal lives and our careers, but we're all in this together. So the fact that leaders are feeling this way, C-suite and top level leaders are feeling this way is uh, is disturbing. Now, the good news is that it's actually easy to overcome this. Somebody's got to take the reins and somebody has to lead the charge out of this fear because that fear is contagious, right? So now more than ever, there's more empathy and more compassion than ever before. However, somebody has to take the lead in turning that tide. And this is the opportunity for leaders to step up and truly lead. It really is. And and I like what you said there, fear is contagious. My way of saying it is, Fear is like vomit. One person starts going, the rest of them start going out as well. I mean, it's just, it's it's a visceral reaction to what it is that's going on. It's kind of a tribal thing, I think, actually, that takes place here. So we've got these CEOs, and 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 they talk about it. You would think that COVID was a big deal, but they kind of worked through the COVID thing. There's only about three percent that are thinking like still kind of an unknown, kind of tricky. But it falls. It's it's when one thing happens after another thing after another thing that things start to pile up, not only in terms of getting things done, but just mentally and even so more emotionally, this pileup starts happening. It can become almost like a PTSD kind of a thing, you know, because it's happening. So we've got the COVID. Then there's people that aren't there's the there's the the shortage of people just being able to get people in there to work. And then there's a the supply chain, that, and which is also a result of the other two. Right. So we've got all this pileup that's taking place. And if you don't know basically who you are and how you run yourself and how you work, you have to. Here's why that's important, because this is a different world. The mm-hmm. world that we left two, three years ago for us was a fairly predictable world. And as you were saying there, Dennis, this is a place we've never been before. And if we've never been here before, is it predictable? More or less? It's less so, right? So we've got this pileup that's going, and on top of this pileup, this great deal of unknown about what to do next. So, Dennis, tell us, when you get to that point, we want to look to the outside and say, hey, you know, what am I going to do here? But it really begins this inner process that you talked about before we got on the the podcast tonight, this inventorying that's got to go on. It's got to be honest. It's got to be straight. It's got to be real. Talk to us more about inventorying leaders. Well, I thought one of the most insightful uh, aspects in that article talked about COVID and COVID is not, we know that COVID was the cause, right? But all these other, the labor shortage, the supply chain issues, the, the overall disruption are all effects from COVID. So we've turned the corner, we're beyond the cause, we know what the cause was, now we're dealing with these symptoms. And these symptoms are prevalent across all industries and across all countries I mean, it knows no bounds. So again, the fact is, I go back to the economic measures. Businesses have more cash and capital than they've had in a long, long time. All the economic factors are pointing toward rebound or pointing toward business opportunity. So now we got to come back to that fear and that fear factor because that is contagious. I think the most important step that a leader can take is performing an internal, uh, a personal assessment, a personal inventory of the tools that they have. The analogy that I think of that comes to mind is Tom Hanks in Castaway. You know, he he suffers this terrible, horrific 
uh, plane crash, ends up on a deserted island in the middle of the Pacific. The first thing he does is figure out, okay, I know that the cause of all this was this plane crash. Now, what do I have to work with to begin my solution for getting off the island, right? And it's the same thing. The business is out there and the business is strong. We need to overcome this this fear internally to then begin moving forward with our teams, with those groups who are responsible for leading, right? So, and the beauty is that because we're all in this together, there's a lot of the empathy that I talked about earlier. So begin with a personal inventory of those strengths, those, those uh powerful tools that you have in your toolkit, and then begin working with the teams, with your teams, with your peers to understand where they're at. Check in with them. There is no reason to fear because we're all in this together. However, let's build, let's rally around and rally each other as leaders to then begin moving toward those business results, those business initiatives that we were set for to, to, to perform, right? So I, I really believe that we've got more tools than we're necessarily... Fear is one of the most uh, deconstructive and counterproductive uh, feelings that you can experience because it takes away all those other all those other successes, all the other uh, lessons that you've learned throughout life. Right. So here's the opportunity to kind of turn that around, begin working with yourself, your other tool, the other people in your uh, team to uncover those tools and begin driving those results you're responsible for. Let me give you an analogy, and I'm going to ask Rick to jump in here at this point. The analogy is this. It started out as a small pileup, a small crash, let's say. And then that, that crash turned into a pileup that got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And there's not now we're not blocking traffic. Traffic is backing up. But then we add to it, there, now one of the, the cars explode. And now this pileup is now exploding, and it is just a conflagration a fire and it's just growing out of control right here the whole thing that you know cars people you know the, the, the freeway it's all on fire here and now what you've got is this horrible thing going on and people are getting off the freeways they're getting out of the freeway and now there's this fear of even getting back onto the freeway and so when you have that kind of experience going on that kind of pileup that kind of mass destruction that's happening here what do the smart people do they call in the experts they call in people who know how to deal with disasters of all kinds to start getting it all taken care of, getting getting it cleared away, getting the, the, the roads repaired again so that people are going to feel safe coming back and traveling on the great highway, the great freeway, in this case, the great freeway of business. So talk to us a little bit more about that, Rich. What is what, Dennis is absolutely right. Empathy, empathy on your company and your team and all of that kind of stuff. But man, if you had this pileup, you're kind of like that person that's, you know, the glass is half empty and it's half empty because it's draining. There's a hole in it. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Because leadership is going to bring forth the empathy. But if that's not there in leadership, even in formal leadership, you're going to need some help. So what do we do? You know, the inventory that Dennis talked about um, and having empathy uh, for your employees is absolutely essential. Here's the thing, part of 80% of these 3,000 CEOs that were companies that were surveyed, 80% of those say that the labor shortage is one of the primary reasons they're afraid of losing their jobs. So I would ask you, uh, those 80%, how many of your employees do you truly know what their skills and talents are? 
How have you have you really taken the time to engage what you have instead of worrying about this labor shortage? This labor shortage is impacting everyone. It's it's across the board. Um, everybody is struggling to find good talent, but that's not the problem. If you would really take the time and engage your employees and find out what skills and talents you do have, they're in your own organization and what those employees are willing to do for you. Some of that that fear about the labor shortage would be alleviated. Now, granted, you know, if you're just looking at this from a meat on the floor perspective, I don't have the right headcount I'm supposed to have, or you're just taking this information from somewhere in your organization without really getting involved in what the the, the assets, the employee assets, the employee, uh, those employees that really want to help the organization. You know, of course, that's going to be another part of that fear. Another part of that fear. I'm, oh boy, I don't have enough people. Oh boy, you know, my headcount, you know, isn't where my budget says my headcount should be. Okay, take the time and solve that problem by finding out what you do have and yeah. how to best utilize that, those skills and talents. I'll quote Marshawn Lynch you better protect your chicken. And I, I don't mean that in a derogatory sense, but. If you're worried about labor shortage, you need to take care of the people that you have. That's most important because if not, you're only going to amplify that labor shortage because you're going to be losing valuable resources, valuable team members because you're not paying attention. And that's we talked we opened up by talking about the fear and how contagious that is. And if they're sensing, if your team is sensing that you're not steering the ship that you're not in control and you don't have a beat on the mission and the direction that you're trying to lead the team, they're going to be the first to jump. They will be the first to leave. And now all of a sudden you're trying to backfill, you know, your entire team. So it's critical, but I, I really believe that you've got to be in touch with your, with your inner core first. Otherwise you're only going to exacerbate the, the, the problem. You know, Give you an example here real quickly. Working with a with particular guy who's on uh, executive team executive level. They've had a huge setback with some mismanagement of some funds that they had, weren't watching, weren't paying attention, had to lay off a significant number of people. Then there's the after leaving the people that are doing that, right? There's that, you know, if they're going down, I'm not going to be around. And so then there's this whole other thing about what drives their business. And what drives their particular business is enrollment. It's it's their sales force. That's what that does that whole thing without the sales force working. They got great marketing stuff, but it's the sales force that is meeting the people, you know, right there on the street to make that thing happen. And so the question I had to them was, well, how well are they taking care of the sales force? Well, not real well. They're kind of, you know, they're not paid as well as they could be. And, you know, they got long hours and, and just there's just a lot of stuff. How's the, you know, esprit de corps? It's not great. So let me ask you this question. Is the CEO going down and talking to those people? No. They should be. <laughs> Why is he not doing that? I don't know. If you, these are the people that get the gooses to lay the golden eggs, why would you not be down there making sure their feathers and their nests are exactly the way they want to be so that they can keep dropping those golden eggs? Why would you not do that? This leader is making an, in, an, in, an incalculable error in terms of the damage he's doing to his own company. And he seems to be oblivious to that. Let me ask you, Rich, you've been in those kind of positions. What would you tell that CEO? What would you start with him to get him to have some 
backbone or some guts or some, because really and truly what we're talking about is a guy who's been hammered on who's lacking confidence because mm-hmm. he lacks the confidence and have the courage. What would you tell him? Ask for help. Seek help. Help from the, that inner circle that you should have surrounded yourself with a great problem solvers and people that are great in their areas. Ask for help from others in your company. Be humble. Be vulnerable. Let people know we got to pull ourselves out of this together. How do we do this? We're, you know, we're better than it's just the one person. So you got your executive team. Let's make some notes here. You got your executive teams. Hopefully, if you got a CEO, if you're smart CEOs, what you've got is a mentor or two that you can go to. They've been there. They've done that. They've seen these things. And they, and while may not be been this disaster, they have dealt with other disasters and catastrophes, and they've known how to work through that. The third thing we're going to suggest here is get yourself contacted, connected to some sort of executive leadership development person, a coach who can assist you in the process of how you work at that inner core, right? How you work best at your best. You know, part of that whole deal there is when you're working with us is that let's show you your best. Sometimes you see it, sometimes you don't. There's sometimes a process of discovery where you go, yeah, I knew that was really great about me, but I did not know that was so great about me. And then there's other things. Yeah, well, I knew that was kind of a problem. Then there's other ones like, holy crap, that is a problem. You know, there's that issue. I didn't know that. There's that kind of that moment. And that's okay. I mean, you got to see that that's okay because that's what you and your executive coach is going to work through all the stuff to bring it out, to bring it forth and to put it together in a brand new way. Why do you have to put it in a brand new way? Because it's a brand new world, right? And that's what we do here. Build the team. Maybe you need to rebuild the team in a whole new way because you're in a whole new place. Dennis, give us some insights about how an executive coach can assist. Well, there's so many professionals out there in, in so many different fields, right, that have studied, are certified, and have the tools to help you in that inventory, in that assessment, and in mapping out an action plan to, to get out of this fear. I mean, Dale Carnegie said it best, you know, inaction breeds fear and doubt. Action actually builds that confidence and that courage. Nobody nobody overcame fear by sitting at home, you know. You got to get out and get after it. So get after it with somebody in your corner. Get after it with somebody who's going to equip you to move out of this funk, move beyond the pandemic, make this transformation, because you're surrounded by incredibly valuable people. And the economic climate, all the factors are there. If you run from the the role you're in, you're just going to run into another burning building because those same symptoms, those same effects, are prevalent across the board. So you got to get a grip, get a coach, and move forward with a plan. So that's that's my two cents. That's excellent. Yeah, you'll carry those scars with you. It'll feel like they're still on fire. That's excellent, excellent advice. Rich, your take on that. Another thing I want to add to this is work on those things that you have control over. That's right. You know, the shipping issues, and I know with the, for a fact because I'm, I'm working with a company that, that struggles with shipping every single day. Those things are out of our hands. You know, a lot, of, a lot of things you can't control. So focus on the things you can control. Uh, you know, the, the ability to look, get a coach and look at that, your inner self. Take inventory of your inner self. Take inventory of your, your employees. Get out of your office and be engaged. Be, be present with and and ask and take the advice of those people around you 
you know, you really cannot, you know, if you're beating yourself up over things that you have no control over and you feel you're going to lose your job because of that, well, take control of the things that you can make it, you know, come up with a game plan, get out of your comfort zone for Pete's sake, get out of that cushy chair and find a way to get this resolved. And I'm not, I'm not saying that facetiously. However, you know, a lot, how many of these 72% uh, of these CEOs are really truly engaged with their companies? I just yeah. want to shine, I want to shine a spotlight on the fact that beyond the three of us on this podcast, we've also enlisted the, the wisdom of everyone from Marshawn Lynch to Dale Carnegie. So there's a million resources that you can find inspiration in. <laughs> yeah. A coach will help you in that space. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> All right. So we're going to wrap it up here. Great, great conversation today. Great podcast. All right, Rich, how, how do we get hold of Dennis? If we want to talk to this sharp looking guy here, so smart, knows so much. And it really is a he's a magnificent communicator. He's really great at communicating. I would say do do any well-known coffee house in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> you might find Dennis Pierce. You know, so here's this is your uh, your website, Dennis. You want to uh, talk about that a little bit? Yeah, terrific. the uh, The website gives you a number of different ways to reach out and contact me. Uh, we talked about assessments today and, and different tools that we have. Take a look. Schedule some time through my website. You can reach out to me via cell on the website. But uh, like I said, I see this as a terrific opportunity for every leader out there, whether they're the ex established executive or that high potential emerging leader, right? So take a look and let's see if we've got a connection, but I'd, I'd love to talk more about helping people get out of this funk. All right. You know, one thing I want to add to that, Dennis, is you've been there, done that. It's, you know, you've coached, you've led international teams successfully. Yeah. So, so we talk about supply chain, we talk about labor, all these, all these economic factors are not new. They're out there. They will be out there again at some point in the future. But in a global economy, you're going to find there's all these different uh, factors that may weigh in, but those are all opportunities. So we need to take a look at that and figure out then what is the business result you're trying to drive and come up with a plan to conquer that. So it's very capable. It's very doable. Um, so yeah, this is, this is what I love. This is people and business. This is what brought me to coaching in the first place. Excellent. Add Dennis to your, your mind group, your mind group here, right? Your mastermind group. All right, good. All right, Rich, take us home. Executiveleadersactilec.com. That's where you can find Michael and myself. Uh, and again, reach out, uh, you know, take a look at some of those assessments we have. And reach out. Let's talk. Find find somebody who can help you through this, because these are problems that are solvable, and we have the tools to help you solve them. Uh, once again, welcome to 2022. Happy New Year, everybody! It's gonna be it's gonna be a good year. We're gonna make this a good year. So, um, thank you for all your support, Michael. You got anything you want to add? No. Let's just make it the best year, no matter what. No matter what. That's it's right. Us. It, it, we are the ones, we are the captains of our of our ship, you might say. We are the kings and queens of our own of our own kingdoms and queendoms. Let's but we work with other people, but together we can, as you said earlier, Dennis, together, working together, we can make it a great, great year no matter what. 
Yeah. And I just want to say thank you guys for all that you're doing inside your community and, you know, and, and putting this show together, putting this podcast together, because it's it's remarkable, the talent that you're bringing in and the uh, the information that you're sharing. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So once again, everyone, have a great evening. Take care. Be safe. And we'll see you again next time. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbarronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide will help to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.